This is Banging on the Drum. It is another beautiful day in West Central Wisconsin, and we are going to start episode 132 with a bang. Cheers to you, Mike. We got our sun drops right off the bat, and we will explain this after the fact. Ready, set, go. Ooh, I leaked a little bit. I'm a little That's disappointed right my uh, my burps don't come through on the microphone. I think the uh, software we use to edit our <laughs> it's probably not our smartest move. Just going uh, shotgun off the bat. We should have probably went Mike go, I go, but well, maybe, maybe. I'd, so I somehow like. I spilled some all over my phone. So that'll be pleasant to deal with in the future. <laughs> but uh that's a future Mike problem. Right now, that's a victory shotgun slam. Perfect. It didn't take us long though, so we're I think we're all right by the time we're starting to talk. I still got a sip in here. Oh geez, what the heck? You're the victor. I'll give you the win on the the uh Sun drop shotgun there. Uh, like I said, so I don't know like how or why, but yeah, there's I guess there's we yeah, I don't know if you should off. give me the win. But anyways, we shotgun those. For some reason it always makes me super hot and frazzles me a little bit. But one, because there's victory, victory day. It was truly a beautiful weekend in west central wisconsin uh for the deer hunters and for the sports watchers and you i mean you're both a deer hunter and a sports watcher well i didn't watch sports because i was deer hunting that's not true i did watch the badger game but i didn't watch the packer game today but we had an awesome badger game we had an awesome packer game and then on top of it our six pack and a pound brought to you by taco john's pick'em challenge uh we're in a little bit of a heap in that one. Mike is three and three on the week. Uh, currently at negative 100 bing bongs, and I am two and three at negative 300. But we have, I have the Broncos and the Eagles. Broncos tonight, Eagles tomorrow, and Mike has the Chiefs tomorrow. So uh, if the Broncos lose, which it looks, like they are right now i mean it's still a close game with plenty of game left but um whatever we could tie and or i could win so we just both decided to shotgun that seven drop um to get that one out of the way but are you ready actually i want to hear some deer hunting stories mike what's the best deer hunting story from the weekend i don't have any real like deer hunting stories um i did chase i did chase one so today i was walking out i walked out probably about 15 minutes after the pack game 3 30 or so and i'm walking out and my intention is to just kind of putz around on the farm or on the back place in order to like kick up some deer and see if i can catch one right i know how uh, pat likes to say catch deer and not shoot yeah. deer so so try to catch a deer um and then so I'm walking off the hill and this deer like kind of just tries to sneak back onto the hill behind me. Right. Like, but he's only like 30 yards away. So I see him go up there and he's a big, 
pretty good sized buck. And so like I turn and I'm like, oh, I'm going to follow him up this hill. Well, the hill is the, if it, I mean, it's like, it's a substantial hill to be walking up and down, like, especially with all your shit. Right. And so it's not a mountain or anything, but it is, it's a very large hill walked up there trying to find him. I had a, like I seen him going up the hill. So I pulled up and I couldn't get a good shot on him at any point, which kind of pissed me off, but I'll go back out there. I'll he'll be dead by the end of the week. There you go. Harvest one, feed the family for the week. Yeah. So made myself real tired and didn't really accomplish anything, but, and yeah, I really but it, pissed off the neighbor. I mean, if it was anything like it was at Lambo uh, for your hunting today, wasn't super cold. You couldn't have been freezing your nuts off too bad. No, nope. and then it was very like it was like fifty, maybe like right right on fifty or so. Okay, I think the what? game said I mean, it was like forty one at the start of the game, so it would have warmed up a little bit. So yeah, get up to fifty. Yep. So uh, yesterday, lot a lot of deer out. Uh, the they were rutting pretty hard, and then today. Did not see as many deer. It was a lot. I should have went in and watched the pack game. I don't know if I saw a deer the entire time the Packers were on. I would maybe, never skip a maybe Packer two. game for that. But but so like this is my theory on that. Like so, I only get nine days to hunt, and then I don't even get nine days because uh, Thanksgiving falls in there. I'm gonna end up doing something with the family, like for sure, either Tuesday or Wednesday. I have parent teacher conferences on Tuesday. I think. Monday, I have to work. So, really, I only have like four days. Yeah, I guess I'll, I'll give it for to the you. whole year. But, and so that's why I skip it. And then I do think that the NFL is pieces of shit because they don't uh, just give us a night game. I don't get it. Yeah. Bye week, night game, give us some Thursday night. I think you could get away with giving the Midwest the, the afternoon games at the very least. Uh, so, I think that there's, I think they're, is fan bases that should request things of that nature, right? Right. So, like the Minnesota fan base, when their deer hunting is going on, they could request. I think you should be able to request something like that. That might be a smart idea. Keep the numbers I mean, up at the game and stuff. Maybe, yeah, maybe they do. But like, it did surprise me because I felt so. I definitely seen some tweets. Uh, the Badger game. I mean, the Badger game did it for everybody. They they played the late one, but so but the colleges have the option. They can play whenever they want. Yeah. Right? And so because that's a home game, right? They can just say, we're going to play at 630. And then people will be in the house and watching the game. Yeah. But both, I, I was very impressed. And I don't know if the TV just sold it to me a little bit differently. Because I definitely seen some some bad tweets of the stands in uh, in Madison or at Camp Randall not being filled up completely uh, because whatever we're playing we're shitty. Good. yeah yeah um but it seemed like it was rocking to me from watching on tv i did have one buddy at the game too and he said it was a pretty electric environment surprisingly and then lambo today man they were doing a good job uh of fucking with the chargers so so yeah, job fans but, yeah no I, I was very impressed i i did want to even say something because i mean these aren't easy games for fans to go to. I guess they're easy in the sense that they're probably cheaper than most times. 
But these ones that go to the games, like when, you know, it's kind of like a rough season, I feel like that they should get some sort of like promo to get like tickets to the next playoff game when I, it would be hard to like if you finagle did. that. But like there was the real ones out there today going nuts in Lambeau. And <clears throat> I, I yeah, and that's the gold package too, uh, which yeah, has been a problem in the past. Really? I, I did not realize that. So, yeah, the gold package. That, the internet was telling me. Okay. Definitely showed up from my perspective. Obviously, I wasn't there or anything like that. But yeah. they did get a big delay game penalty late in the game, I want to say. And, yeah, they were good. But, anyways, let's get into the drive-by-drive. Uh, and I'm going to try to do better, like I say, every week. And I never do because there's always something I like in every drive. So we're going to start with the opening drive. Uh, big kickoff return. Uh, Nixon looks like the man. I think that's my favorite player on this team. Yes. I love yeah. Nixon. He tackles like a motherfucker. He's the best special teams player we have. And, and like, and he was on Keenan Allen all the time in the slot. Like he even followed nice. Keenan Allen if Keenan Allen was staying in the slot. I do think if Keenan Allen's on the outside, he gets either Ballantyne or Ballantyne, which I hate that that's a thing because I think I'm saying Ballantyne and Ballantyne, yeah. killing it. But, but yeah, um, and, I mean, we'll get into it more, but the secondary sure stepped up, and that's without Alexander, Rudy Ford, and Savage. So three, three of our – oh, Stokes. Two, damn. So, yeah, all those guys are out. So and, and, and like when we came into the season, Razul Douglas, right? So like, really, is that our five starters? Yeah, I mean, it, it, we had, we started two close, rookies, right? Valentine and Johnson. Johnson got away with murder in the end zone today. Nice absolute job, Johnson. Absolute, just launching himself as hard as he could into a dude like where everybody like was just like, oh, well. We're gonna That's going to be a penalty and yeah, maybe but, an ejection. Yeah, but no, he, he was good. But anyways, back to the first drive here. Um, big kick return for him, but sure as shit, the rookie inexperience or whatever, inexperience. I don't know if it was a rookie that got the penalty or whatever. It was number six, which I wasn't sure. I should remember what his name was because he pissed me off so bad because he didn't only get a holding he then motherfucked the ref and then got like an even bigger penalty. So we end up starting the game from the eight yard line. Um, let me give that guy a shout out. Uh, penalty craft. Levette. D. Levette. Uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. And yeah, we, we started the game at the eight yard line. And I don't the, know who that is. Cut him. I'm just kidding. I don't no, know. yeah. I, I don't think it's quite that. But it did piss me off because I was like, who the fuck is this guy that gets a penalty on special teams and then just one opposite, like, goes over there and gets an even bigger penalty? Because the penalty was called, like, showing up a ref or something. And I was like, they didn't even really show what he did. So I, I don't know if he was just like, that's a bullshit call and whatever and whatnot. But the refs started the game rougher than we started this episode because they were like, they did not know where to put the ball after after the, that penalty. It was like, they're going to start on the five. Wait, no, they're going to start on the 15. Wait, no, they're going to start on the eight. But anyways, I was like, 
this this isn't a good start already. But then we just come out and everybody's wide open. Like the receivers are looking good. The script or whatever, the 15 play script that they had looked amazing. And we were just throwing the ball all over the place. And it was to that point where we were like, you know, you got to mix in a water when you're out drinking. You got to mix in a run when you're you out drinking. don't have to, though. <laughs> yeah, but, but it helps. And then we mix in a run. Kind of does got, help. Kind of got shut down. Um, and then, long story short, uh, end up not getting this one. We lined up for like a, a tush push looking play where we ended up giving it to on an end around to Jalen Reed. We we were trying to get clever. Um, I didn't hate the call, but I mean, we don't run the tush push that much. So I don't get how tricky they were planning on being like, if the Eagles ran this play, I think they could get a touchdown off of it because they like everyone's low in the middle. And then they try to get like maybe AJ Brown on the outside where we try to get Reed on the outside. It didn't work. Uh, and then we just tried uh, a little past the Musgrave turnover on downs. So what seemed like a promising drive got shut down at like the 50. But then uh, Chargers get held to a four and out. Uh, defense stepped up big. We have a three and out. They end up getting a field goal. And then we have our drive with the wait. Okay, this is the big run. Uh, Jaden Reed on an end around 32 yard touchdown run. Great play calling there. Awesome. Uh, but then our defense doesn't hold that lead that much. Uh, they end up just getting a big touchdown to smart. I want to say, uh, Herbert to smart. Yeah. 51 yard touchdown. So defense looked a little soft there. We come out, have a decent drive. We're going to at least tie it up. It looks like. And then what was the sequence of events? I think it was a fumbled snap, something like that, then a penalty. So we turn like a 40-yard field goal try into a 52-yard field goal try. And then Carlson misses the 52-yard field goal. But we were kind of talking a little bit off air. It is weird the way that Carlson hit the ball. Like he definitely doesn't do the like three steps back one step to the side thing that we're accustomed to watching in our football days like it just seems like he's got like a short approach and then he like just has like a short kicking motion and like kind of toe punches the ball so i don't know if that's kind of like a new thing that kickers are doing because they can get more distance out of it like kind of changing the game i want to say like yeah. almost like golf swings like where they used to be like, you don't want to ever move your foot at some point. And then someone was like, well, you get way more torque if you do it this way. So I don't know yeah, if that's a thing, it, yeah. but whatever. He missed an extra point too. So like he's going to be getting looked at a little bit. I think, I mean, you said it already. Like I don't want to speak for both of us, but we both think he's going to be a pretty good kicker. So let him get at some. Ones yeah. Out of it. yeah. And and I don't, and I think he's on a good team to like have like a learning curve as well. Um, I don't think the Packers will cut him um, over like something like this. He had a pretty rough preseason and like nobody came in and the Packers were like, all right, we got to give this guy the job. 
Um, and so I'm not really worried about Carlson getting cut for a few years anyway. Not that he can't, but like I think they're going to give him the opportunity to stick around as long as they can. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he did end up hitting field goal or a field goal in the game. Did he hit two? No, he hit another one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Just hit a field goal because that, that will is what we'll get to is like, so we're down 10 to seven. Basically last drive before half, we get the ball with five minutes and 50 seconds left. Uh, end up have, putting a pretty nice drive together, getting a field goal out of it. Um, tied up before going into halftime. We kick it off to, to the Chargers. They end up getting a field goal. I'm just going to go through our scoring drives. So we have a drive that it ends up being five plays, 70 yards, capped off with a touchdown to Watson, which ended up just being a perfect dime from uh, Love to Watson in the back of the end zone on a play that we really need to get Watson going again because I, I don't know. Like he's kind of fell off in the pecking order. It definitely seems oh, like for sure. Reed is um, Love's favorite guy. Then it seems like Dobbs is his second favorite guy. And then it almost seems like Musgrave might be his third favorite guy. Maybe Wicks. Wicks too. Like, yeah, Wicks yeah. is in there too. Uh, but really. So that's all right. If our most talented, like, so like if our most talented guy is our fourth like option. I don't see that as like a huge issue, right? If the guy that's got the most physical abilities, yeah, is no. kind of at the end. Who gives a shit? No, and the only thing I would think is you know the wide receiver mentality that we've seen through and through. But yeah, uh, if that becomes a problem, but he, I don't think he's going to be a guy that has that. I, I have no clue. I'm not like backing that off any facts or anything, but he did run like a super hard route across the field ends up in the back left corner of the end zone catches just a perfect ball, um, from, from love on that one. Uh, then the chargers are driving pretty good. And I want to say Gary uh, causes the fumble or no, it's recovered by uh, Gary and yeah, Clark just, caused it, I think then, yeah, it, it was just a messy fumble in the middle. Definitely one that it looked like the Chargers should get where Gary kind of stepped in there, ripped it, uh, ripped it away and came up with a huge play for us there. Uh then at that point we're up 16 to 13 after the touchdown I just talked about, but we do give up another touchdown and that was on a Keenan Allen 10 yard touchdown. Uh, so at that point we're down or what are we down there? Mike, we're down 16, 20 to 16, 20, 20 to 16, 20, so, to 16, 20, yeah. 20, 20. Yep. Yes. 20 to 16 uh, defense. I want to say steps up. No, that, that, no, we, yeah, we went out and just went and got another touchdown right after so that. So that about five minutes left in the game, right? So this is a, you have to win the game kind of drive right here for Jordan Love, which he had a couple of last week and did not do what he needed to do. And then this week he does. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely stepped up here. Uh, Jordan Love deep pass, Romeo Dobbs, 24 yard touchdown. Uh, so big touchdown pass there. 
Then the defense steps up, holds the Chargers to a three and out. The offense could have done a little bit better. Uh, They get the ball back with a minute 47 left in the game. So they could have got a first down and got off. But whatever, we just ran the ball, uh, tried to milk some clock, couldn't get off the field, give it to uh, the Chargers with a minute 27 left in the game. And the defense holds up. Packers get the ball back, sit on it, and that's the end of the game. So just I mean, a great so the- all-around game by the Packers. I'm trying to figure out a better way to g- go through these recaps, but uh, a couple things that I want to touch that's missed in those is we were bailed out quite a bit by some drop passes by uh, Keenan Allen. Uh, just the Chargers in general were not doing a great job catching the ball in this game. And I mean, Keenan Allen's not the dude that you're expecting to drop balls. He he dropped a touchdown uh, that led to a field goal. So a four point swing there. So still a lot of things that the Packers could do better because if the Chargers played their best game and they weren't dropping balls like that, uh, they would have been good. And then we did have Musgrave running wide open down the sideline one time and Love just shot him a little bit long. He ended up, uh, Musgrave ended up getting a finger on it. So Love, if he completes that ball, I think he damn near played a perfect game at that point. So still, still a miss here and there, but he looks very comfy. His ball looks beautiful. Like, yeah, he's he's got it, and I am very excited that I think us in general never really lost faith. Uh, and, I mean, I know they show that stat, like, oh, he came out first two games, six touchdowns, no interceptions. After that, eight touchdowns, ten interceptions. But if you look at a lot of them, they're coming at the end of the game where it's just like, hey, you got to do something, which he sure should. Yeah, which he sure should, like, would press a little bit early, but I don't know if that's a problem really. Um, because sometimes guys don't press until like the very end, so yeah, it is what it is. I mean, he's learning how, like, how he's got to manage the game at the end of it. And there was just a couple times where I think his dumb interceptions more came on, you know, save that for fourth down to throw that interception instead of doing yeah. it on, on yep. a third down. Like, I think last week. Watson was a second down into the back of the end zone and he threw a pick. Not that it's a hundred percent his fault. Like it gets tipped in the air, but like you take the risk on fourth and you don't take the risk on second. Right. Yeah. But you got a little write up here. I'll let you get into, into what you were seeing uh, from your phone in the woods. Uh, And so, um, so, and this is more like things that I saw in the last three or four games, or maybe, I don't know. What are we we're six and three. No, we're four and six now. Yeah, four and six. So in the so ten total games, right? Um, Love needed to learn how to complete a comeback, right? So I think he had one early against the Saints. Thanks, but yeah. for the most part, he needed to like finish a game, like where it was just him doing the doing the things, right? Um, and he needed to do it late. He did that. Packers have been given a lot of opportunities. I like that. I think that he can learn from this piece and move forward. Um, 
I just, I think that's a big one, especially it's especially beating a guy that is um, from the same draft class as him. Right. And oh yeah, it is weird that, thinking that. that in that draft class is pretty damn good. Right. So you got like Jalen hurts, Herbert Tua, and there's one more that I'm not like, and it's going to be like a huge one. Right. That's like awesome. Was Josh Allen in that draft? No, Josh Allen was quite a bit before, before that. that. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember who the fourth one was that I saw, but like beating those guys, I think is probably important. And then wide receivers. I'm super pumped about this wide receiving group. Um, I think that they're going to be like what Rogers had in like 2010, 2011, but like, I can also see that it kind of falls apart from here moving forward. But at this exact time, like Jaden Reed is getting like a touchdown every week rush. I mean, so today's was rushing, but he's catching them. He's, he does a lot for this team. Christian Watson got a touchdown today. Dobbs got a receiving touchdown today. Devante Wick. Dontavian Wicks had 91 receiving yards. Musgrave and Kraft combined for 60 receiving yards. I think that group of pass catchers that the Packers have put together is going to be ridiculous. Like, yeah, scary good. And it was funny seeing Kraft get the ball because, you know, my understanding of it is like we kind of brought Musgrave in to be like a receiving option and Kraft to be more of our like blocking. Yeah. I couldn't remember which one was, which, but yeah, one was that right. But man, he looked like an athlete when he caught that ball. He, cause they initially called it a touchdown, but he caught it on the sideline, jumped the dude, ended up landing on on the out of bounds. So he landed on the white, but it was pretty damn close, but he, yeah, he looked like he knew what to do with the ball after he got it. So yeah, that, if he's if he's a dude too, yeah, that's that's yeah, gonna be pretty right. crazy. Like I said, very excited about the wide receiving group. Um, so Rashawn Gary and uh is it Carl Brooks? Uh both yeah. get sacks today. Rashawn's is the first one since his extension. Brooks seems to be like a dude in the middle of that line, especially for where we ended up getting him at in the draft, like contributes pretty consistently. Um then just a few like things that I think need to be worked on moving forward. Um, Anders Carlson, obviously you need to lock in a little bit. I don't think he's getting cut. I don't want him cut, nothing like that. But um, I thought today we could have like ended up in the exact same situation as we did against the Steelers where we're down four and we have to get a touchdown and we can't just like bail uh, Jordan Love out. Now, maybe that's good that we can't bail him out, right? Score the touchdown, get it done. Maybe that's the intention. They're telling Carlson to miss these extra points. So yeah, exactly. What's going we can on there? Get, I'm pretty so sure. we can get we can get Love to learn how to win games. I get it. No, never mind. Carlson's doing just fine. Yeah. And uh, I think moving forward, we're going to have to address the running back room. So Aaron Jones isn't going to be able to be a starting caliber running back in this league forever. That's just the way it's going to be. Um, I don't know that Emmanuel Wilson is like top notch and we've, we've all had our own issues with AJ Dillon at some point or another. Right. And so we just need to address that room. If we address it in the same way we addressed the wide receiver room and just pile on a bunch of dudes, like let's, 
let's go. And I think the old line, especially for the offensive side of the ball, like we'll have to get addressed again in the draft coming up this year or in free agency, which is rare, I suppose, just because you lost Bakhtiari. You didn't expect that to be gone, right? You yeah. expected to still have, have him longer term than this. No, I know. Like, oh, what would you say? No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I liked your little breakdown because it jogged a lot of my brain. So it, things we didn't mention, because I mean, in drive by drive, it's it's not going to come up too clearly. But yeah, Wilson goes down in this game. Uh, yep. Emmanuel Wilson and Aaron Jones goes down. I think that's game. what prompted the we have to do something about the running back. Yeah. And AJ Dillon stepped the fuck up, man. He he it's getting cold. Some, he gets better. Yeah. And like if you look at his numbers 14 carries 29 yards doesn't look great but it was the short yardage plays where we needed those runs and he yeah he stepped up did a good job like i said last week uh it looks like he's a pretty good blocker as well i i didn't get to like see another great example of that this week but when he when it turned out you know he was going to be the only guy he stepped up and played a damn good game uh, for what he needed to do in this one. And I'm not, and I'm not saying we need to move on from AJ Dillon. I'm just saying the rest of that room needs to be complete. Yeah, no. And, I, and yeah, that's not what I'm accusing you of or anything. I'm just, you know, kind of, we give him so much shit early in the season. So I kind of got a like backload, yep. like when I see him do some good Back. shit uh, yep. to catch up. To catch up with that, uh, I think that's all I had from from jogging my memory with you. So all right, one one more thing. Let's finish this eight and zero, and then I got to piss. So we're gonna okay. Take a break. So we are gonna finish eight and zero, but we are gonna take a little break. Brought to you by Sundrop, and that was our Sundrop break for you, but. We are going to bring. It really you- was brought by Sundrop too. Ninety-nine yep. percent sure. Shotgun in that one. Just push Mike over the limit. And you probably yep. been chugging Sundrops out in the woods too. I have. I've so I drink eleven, including no, I didn't drink because I got a couple in the bag yet. So I probably drank like ten this week. This week, that a boy, that a boy. So going strong, keeping Sundrop in business. Uh, yeah. They they might be. Uh, on a hot seat but we'll we'll get to that some other time anyways we're gonna go go to the swat here so strengths i got jordan love looked amazing like i said basically made every play that he needed to one thing he could have done better is hit musgrave on like a wide open thing but he completed that comeback um and honestly it was smooth like it didn't look as pressed and uh struggly as our touchdowns have looked this year like where it's just like we need a we need a penalty we need some help we need some 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 but guys are just getting open and love is finding them and looking good uh defense looked pretty damn all right i will say for the most part my new favorite player i can't remember if i said it on the air or just said it to mike beforehand but is Keyshawn nixon is we are without Alexander Ford, Savage. What's the other big one that I was missing? Stokes. Stokes. And, you know, our 
cornerbacks kind of held up. Uh, like I said earlier, the Chargers kind of helped us out, dropping some balls for us. But Keyshawn Nixon out there making tackles, covering up uh, Keenan Allen, did get like one penalty, which from my little recollection seemed kind of bullshitty too. So uh, I think I'll be banging the drum for Keyshawn Nixon for, for a long time to come here. And then I think our biggest strength is Matt LaFleur opening up that playbook and just getting really creative today and showing that he trusts love in these young guys to go out there, do what they need to do, have some fun and beat a team that consistently underperforms. But, you know, the Chargers aren't a bad team. Sure, they're four and six as well. Uh, I'm going to get Mike on a Brandon Staley kick here, but. Uh, you might, but you but might. yeah, I'm trying to trying to stay off that. Mike, when Mike gets a hold of that bone, he doesn't let go. Uh, yes, yeah, so it's Pat. It's just that he's a clown. That's it. I'm gonna <laughs> let it go with that. And I do think that their offense is incredibly talented and really puts up a lot of points. I don't know where they fall in like points per game, but their defense just doesn't doesn't hold up there under the bargain. I mean, we've seen teams like that all over the place. Packers have been that in the past. Um, I want to say like the Cowboys have been that at times in probably the last like 15 years. Detroit's kind of looking like that right now. Um, Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Because, yeah, Detroit gave up 38 points to – or they gave up 38 points to Detroit last week. Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, it does look like they can get bled a little bit. I uh, gave up 36 to the Dolphins, but that happens. So, yeah, maybe I'm getting a little uh, ahead of my skis on on how good I think this offense is going to be, but I really don't think so. I, ju- I do think it's more of the young talent starting to find their way and figure things out. So then we're playing a bad defense is yeah. So we're 10, kind of, we're 10 games into this. And I think that's when this is going to happen when like everybody starts to kind of meld together. Right. So that doesn't happen immediately for the most part, uh, take out the Texans. Right. And we'll see if that melding lasts for them today. Stroud had a rougher game, right? Three picks still did well from what I understand. However, you know, like if defenses start to figure out like his play style and they get him like that kind of stuff happens. We saw it with Purdy three games in a row, just had a rough go of it because it appeared somebody figured out his play style. Yeah. And I think he lost the best left tackle in the league. Uh, that happens, one of the so, best right? receivers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so Jordan Love is playing without a top end left tackle right now. Bakhtiari. Yeah. When he plays is a top end left tackle. No, and I agree. And I, I do think love is, I, I don't even want to start saying, oh, I think love's better than this guy. I think love's better than this guy. Right. I do think Brock Purdy's kind of falling into the quarterback where I think, uh, I don't know why we're going off on a Purdy. Uh, oh, we, we did play or no. Yeah. We did play a Purdy this weekend. The Badgers did, but anyways, yeah. Yeah, I think Good there's something transition. Be, yeah, no, no, no. We're not even transitioning yet, but, uh, <laughs> uh, I do think there's some said to be set to be said about quarterbacks that can do, uh, great things with great talent. Like I feel like Kurt yeah. Warner is yeah. the all time example of if you give Kurt Warner 
like a bunch of weapons, yep. he's going to be the best quarterback ever. You, he loses those weapons, he's not going to be very good. Like where I think Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, kind of knew how to make guys into those weapons and whatever. Purdy's young yeah, still, no, so maybe no, maybe I gotcha. progress into that. Good, right? Uh, I get what you're saying. So I guess my examples would be like, where do you where do you put like a good like Joe Montana? See, which side does he fall on? Yeah, and I mean, that's a little bit before does my he, time. I, I think Okay, Joe so what about Tom Brady? Is Tom Brady a, like, a, he was inevitable or? like Tom Brady's like the perfect example of, like, both things. Like, he was in the okay, right place yeah, at the right time, fair. and then yeah. he learned, he, he got to learn how to win with guys who knew how to win. And then when the new crop came in, he was the guy that taught everybody else how to win. So he was in the perfect situation. I think another good example is Matt Ryan is if Matt Ryan has weapons around him, Matt Ryan was like an absolute stud, but if Matt Ryan's weapons went down, like he wasn't the guy like that was making shit happen with lesser guys, but whatever, I'll get off that kick real quick. So we'll get here uh, to weaknesses, special teams, Kicking game seems like somewhat of a weakness. You know, we've missed an extra point back-to-back weeks. Uh, I don't know where it's falling in it. Uh, we missed that 53-yard field goal. He didn't even really give it a look. Like, it was just wide right off of his foot. So, that wasn't pretty. So, maybe there's something with the snapping, the holding, the thing. But, anyways, our kicking unit isn't great. Uh, so, I wouldn't say that's our whole special teams because I do think my boy Keyshawn Nixon in the return game, they're great. Um, Because, yeah, they had two kick returns for – or, well, he had two kick returns for 60 yards today. I I think I'm on to it. I don't know if I was the first one on to it, but they definitely put Reed back when when it's going to be a punt that's going to try to be pinned within the 20. Nice. And, and yeah, they, when they think they're going to have a good chance to return it, they put Nixon back uh, to be dangerous and catch that one. Uh, he did fumble one, but whatever. He fumbled it out of bounds, so he was good to go. No harm, no foul there. Uh, and then another weakness, the other weakness that I'm going to point out, we still shoot ourselves in the foot. So that kick that Carlson ended up missing should have been a 40-yard field goal. We turned it into a 52-yard field goal by fumbling a snap. And then I think it was a false start. And I think it was a dumb false start. Like, I don't know, because Watson had a false start where they were like, watch, watch him on this one. And then he's just like standing still. They're like, did you see that? He's like, he false started. You're like, what? That was a false start. But I think he did have like a little like, like he looked like he was, yeah, he was going to run or something. I don't know. Did you play any high school football? Oh, dude, I like would any at all. I would jump off sides no matter what. Like they couldn't have a so hard count with me on the field. Yeah, yeah. Like if I was on offense. But so I, not, I didn't that's play not that even much. What I'm getting. Yeah, that's not even what I'm getting. At. So, um, like the amount of time they spent making sure no offensive lineman moved at all in like in our setup, like. You couldn't do anything. Once your hand was on the ground, like you couldn't move your head, you couldn't move like your hands, nothing. Like you get set. 
And then I watch the NFL today and they're all fucking moving the whole fucking time. It drives me crazy. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know what the actual rule is. Right. Cause like when I was in high school, it was like, if you like anything happens, then it's false start. But yeah. like, the center's moving his head up and down. Like if I was a defensive tackle, I would just hit him. Be like, ah, oh, sorry, he's moving. Like, what do you want me to fucking do? Yeah, I think it's, I don't know either. Cause it, that's one of those things. That, yeah. I, I do remember that Yeah, uh, at a young age being like very scared about that. I also remember in soccer, like, I don't know if you played when you were a little, real little kid, but when you did throw-ins, they were like, you need to have two feet planted on the ground and throw it over your head. And they were like very strict. And then you like watch like a soccer game and hopefully you don't. But if you do, uh, <laughs> they just like walk out of bounds and just like throw the ball in. Like it's like very casual how they do it. But I wonder. Yeah, but it's if- always a two-handed throw and their feet are always on the ground. I think with the kids, they just overemphasize that. Yeah. Because like, I do that. think the two feet on the ground is an actual rule. Yeah. I don't think it has to be like directly overhead. I'm not positive on that though. No, I have no clue, but I, my explanation for your, your, what you noticed in the, um, in the false starts or whatever is maybe it's kind of like a Bach. Like you just can't make the motion. Like you're going to the plate. So you can't make a motion as if you're going to go forward or something. I, I don't know what it is, but anyways, we could clean up penalties. That's definitely still a weakness. And then just dumb plays. Cause I was even just laughing when that happened. Cause I was like, this is just a young team. Like, yeah, it was like, they're going to figure out a way to figure this out. So that's where we'll transition to opportunities. We can fix that shit. It's, it's not like this team's stuck with fumbling a snap and, and getting a false start to make a field goal. 12 yards longer than we initially. So that that's going to be easy to uh, pick it up. Another opportunity, same vein. Carlson's probably a good kicker. Uh, we looked it up before the show because I was kind of worried about his kicking motion, but Mike brought out a good point that the dude's 6'5". Uh, so, he's, a, so he's, he's a giant, right? <laughs> I did not realize he was 6'5". So yeah, he probably doesn't need quite the wind up as uh Martin Gramatica and Bill Gramatica needed when they were out being electric in the NFL. Um and then uh missed throw to Musgrave. Jordan Love, if he listens to this, which I'm pretty sure he does, he's gonna be like, Jesus, get off my ass, man. It was one fucking throw. But yeah, if he hits that throw, perfect game. I'm saying. And then threats to me, I, I guess I didn't put this on there. Injuries to Aaron Jones, that's going to be big uh, when we're coming up against Detroit next week. And that I'm short not, week, too. He's probably not playing next week. Yeah. So we're going to have to scramble to find a running back, whether we have to pull one of our receivers like we've done in the past and have Jalen Reed kind of. It looks like he's pretty comfortable like receiving handoffs and stuff. I know it's like end aroundy shit. But, but whatever we have to do to what happened uh, to Wilson, uh, he I want to say he went down on his shoulder and it looked like separated ish. Like okay. it didn't look too gruesome or anything like that. So maybe he'll be back. Um, right. But take that 
whatever. We'll we'll look at that before uh, next week comes. Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I remember thinking like, ah, oh, that doesn't look that bad. Uh, and then my last threat is uh, Joe Barry's defense still scares me. Uh, if you look at the numbers, though, like if we go Joe Barry's defense by the numbers, it ain't bad, boys. It ain't it ain't that awful, but well, it is. It, so let's look at this, too. Like we probably have four starters out in our secondary, and this is still doing OK. Like we still held the Chargers to 20, right? 20 today. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, like, as much as I hate the way shit happens, and then Lafleur backing him up about the fucking oh, when you're in nickel, your outside linebackers turn into defensive. Fuck you. The guys don't put their hands on the ground. They're not fucking down linemen, right? If they're outside the tight end box, they're not fucking down linemen. Like, I get what he's trying to say. Like, oh, you know, like this is what they can be in there, and they're big dudes. I understand that. Don't be a fucking clown. Like they yeah. weren't down linemen on a few of those plays. Maybe on some of them they are, but not on all of them. Sorry. Yeah. No, it, over. no, you're good. It was definitely Malfour just like being pissed off, hearing the same question a couple times, and then like feeling like he's got to make somebody else feel stupid. Uh, hurt people hurt people, Mike. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you uh, would, yeah. Without yeah, yeah. get him. I, so I feel like that's like that's my whole like, that's the reason I have a job is because hurt people hurt people. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into this Badgers game where we did take on a Purdy, uh Chuba Purdy. We're still f- trying to figure out where Chuba comes or from. Or Chuba, right? So Chuba, Chuba, Chuba yeah, or I think Chuba, it's, like but but yeah, whatever. Yeah, I, it's a weird name. It's an odd one. <laughs> and there's and it two. feels like yeah, and then it's like multiple. Like I get one off weird names. Right or weird names that I'm not like used to, but like now there's two of them, and I don't understand. Yeah, my wife where was, it came from. was questioning the Dons at the beginning of names, like Dontavian Wicks. I can't remember where else she was going, but Dante maybe like uh, yeah, just Dons at the beginning of the names, and like lots of NFL players, and I think we have a couple because we have Dontavian Wicks or not. It's not even Dontavian. I feel it's, like yeah, it's Dontavian. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Like Don Trells, right? Like so yeah. there's a lot of that. Um, but like so like I think that goes in waves because there's like like Michaela's, like McKenna's, like stuff like that. Like a few years ago seemed like uber popular in names too. Yeah. No, I can see that, but whatever. We'll we'll take it back yeah. to a Wisconsin sports angle here but this this was a very entertaining game uh wisconsin ends up beating the corn huskers 24 to 17 in overtime uh just a little quick story of the game i'm not going to do the drive by drive in this one just because i feel like i fuck that up every time so badgers give up two huge plays early uh one i don't think it was a design run by uh chuba or chuba but uh, he ends up taking a run. I want to say it was like 51 yards for a touchdown. So I will actually 55 yards uh, for a touchdown on the first drive of the game. Uh, and then the second Nebraska drive of the game, they have a huge pass of 58 yards to Jalen Lloyd, a screen pass. Dude breaks loose. 
go up 14 nothing very early in this game and then everybody in wisconsin's like what the fuck is going on you know this does not look good but after that wisconsin settles in uh you know we're notorious slow starters but they did get it going a little bit sooner than they normally they they've been waiting until the second half to get it going this game they end up getting it going towards the end of the second middle mid second quarter uh and second quarter so they're down 14 nothing uh wisconsin has a nice drive capped off by just a beautiful pass to jonathan Aker. it was like threaded kind of i, I don't know how to say it, but like it, it was just like super nice because there's a corner like right in front and it was just like behind the corner there's something about that pass that i very much enjoyed uh but yeah he gets that that pass in there uh and then for wisconsin's last drive of the first half they end up getting a field goal out of it to go into the second half down uh 10 to 14 uh then wisconsin puts it on them they end up going up 17 to 14 on a two yard Braylon Allen run a super nice having Braylon Allen back in the mix he had a very much like I was saying um AJ Dillon's day was so he ended up having 22 carries for 62 yards and two touchdowns but he was getting like some tough tough all the yards you need right yeah nothing nothing extra but all everything that you need and I think that's still lingering like from some hurtness because we were talking about shit. He didn't end up getting any runs uh, in this Last game. week he had three runs or three I'm, carries for like three yards or something. I'm trying to think of our third string guy uh, that we were kind of giving shit that he runs. Zalatoris? Like a, not Zalatoris. That's a golfer. I, yeah. I don't know. It's but something yeah, like that. It's, it's a big name. Zubikowski? Uh, yeah, it's like Morticelli. Uh, we'll we'll call him Morticelli, uh, just because I like to say that. But where we were like, you know, Brendan Allen sometimes turns those runs into like some big runs. Still wasn't quite there with it. Uh, his long was a 17 yard run, so I guess he did break out, have like a decent run, but it was more the short yardage when we needed it. Overtime touchdown as well, but. Two yard touchdown uh in the third quarter to put us up 17 to 14. And yeah, that that ends up lasting for most of the game until the very last drive for Nebraska. We end up giving up some big plays, give them a nine play, 68-yard drive. Uh I can't remember what it was, but I want to say it was a big pass in there. Uh, they end up only having to hit a 30 yard field goal to win the or to tie the game. But then overtime comes, we lose the coin toss, uh, but we just pound the rock right down these guys' throat. Uh, we did have, I want to say, a fourth and one in there. It was an eight play, 25 yard drive uh, where we needed Braylon Allen to get the fourth and one got to the goal line. We needed him to get the one yard run to punch that in. He does it. We go up 24 to 17 defense holds Nebraska to negative six yards, uh, four and out win the game. That crowd goes nuts. 
Wisconsin makes a bowl game. Do you remember how many consecutive they said? It's like 26 or some shit like that. I thought it was 22, but I'm not positive. And the running back's name is Yakamelli. Yakamelli. I was close with Morticelli. Uh, yeah. So, but I'm going to look up the Wisconsin Bowl Street thing, or should we just say football bowl games, Bowl Street? All right, we're going to see it. 22 straight. So you were right. Didn't even have to look it up. Boom. So, dead right air for on the nose. Dead air for nothing. So yep. I don't know, Mike, you got any thoughts on this game? I kind of hogged it all, and I know you no, got to see so, some of it. Uh, I thought we could, like, I get frustrated with the um, air raid, like we're projected as this air raid offense, and then we throw the ball for three yards every time we throw the ball. But um, Outside of that, I feel like when we needed things to happen, guys made plays. Um, Hunter Waller was playing very, very physical until he ended up getting hurt. They took his helmet from him, and he ended, he couldn't finish the game, but um, really was trying to set the tone on the defense once they settled in a little bit. I'd like to see them settle in a little bit more. However... I'll take wins as we can get them. And next week, I'd like to get the axe back. Yeah. And I think there's a good shot we get the axe back. I do think that this win uh, is going to build some momentum to that. So I, I will get into just the strengths, weaknesses, and stuff like that real quick. So, and th- this might jog some stuff for you, but y- you are 100% right. That defense looked nasty. Like I was texting my buddies, I was like, this defense just looks mean. Like they're pissed off. They really want to win this game. They really want to continue this streak. So first strength I have, Tanner Mordecai looked awesome. So I was kind of in the camp that we should just stick with Locke uh, just yep. because there's not much more to play for. I still am not like, okay, I think this is cool that we're playing Mordecai. But it's definitely a testament to the dude. And they were talking a little bit about it on the air, like, where he's just a real good dude, shows up for work every day, that I think, you know, um, wow, I am blanking, fickle, uh, you know, has that respect for him. And it's like, hey, I brought you here to kind of showcase your skill to see if you can make the next level. So whatever, I'll let him do that. I'm not going to die on that hill. Uh, He had a hell of a game. He was 18 for 28, 160 yards touchdown seemed like he was finding Pauling on every third and short that he needed to find him on uh fourth downs on the other hand we were not looking too good on those fourth downs uh because I remember in overtime they're like there are like over four on fourth downs today but uh Braylon Allen ends up getting that one but Mordecai was taken off and running when he needed to and like I said, that that pass to Jonathan Aker for like the 35 yard touchdown when he's like leaking out of the backfield just looked good. There was something, there was something special about that ball. Um, that I was very, very like, damn, maybe impressed. Yeah, yeah the, he's got something. Uh then next strength, uh, we ran the ball effectively for short in short yardage situations. Like I said, the fourth one in overtime came up big. Braylon Allen punches it in for two short yards touchdowns in this game. Nice to have Braylon Allen back where it didn't feel like the last couple of games where we didn't have him that we were capable of having that. 
Uh, third strength defense was mean. Uh, we kind of talked about that when Mike was talking, but they give up two. I don't know if I want to call them fluky touchdowns, but two big touchdowns. Uh, you know, miscommunication, whatever it may be, but it wasn't like we were getting marched on. Like it was like two big mess ups, and then the defense settled yep. in and was it, we're not giving them shit until that last drive of the game where they let them kind of walk it down and kick a field goal. Uh, and last strength I have is just the will to win in this team was still there, which it was starting to sound like yeah. rumblings of like, hey, this team doesn't really give a shit about this season anymore. So whatever was said this week in whatever, they, they came out and played with some pride. And maybe that was, you know, Mordecai's like, I'm back. Um, we're going to we're gonna come out and do this thing. Uh, right. We need to continue this bowl streak. Whatever it was, it was nice to see because I never thought I would feel so good about a, a Wisconsin team. Uh, going from five wins to six wins well they've already had five losses in a season but it did yeah. feel good look good uh like i said it looked like they got the crowd back into it and it was it was just nice to see wisconsin football was rocking this weekend that's why we're shotgun and sun drops for it you had any strengths you want to add to the little strengths list no i think you covered them pretty well uh the defense being super like stingy didn't happen until after those first two drives and then like they got settled in and they did it right yeah yeah and then we'll roll into weakness slow starting um like mike said you know we gave up those two big touchdowns early we didn't really even give it a good look at the offense or give it a good look at scoring points uh until our third drive which was in the second half so or i mean in the second quarter uh yeah. so yeah we're we're still starting slow defense offense uh everything's starting slow and i mean you can kind of shit we didn't get away with it in northwestern but you know in the big time west you can kind of get away with it and it doesn't look like we're going to be playing anybody too great in the like papajohns.com application order online awareness bowl that we're going to be going to uh later this year but i you know you gotta you gotta fix that if you're going to be competing with your michigans and your ohio states and penn states next year because yeah we we got a brutal schedule next year um so we got to start getting this offense firing early and i mean defense needs to settle in a bit quicker i want to say on top of like playing a rough big 10 schedule we also have alabama oh yeah 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 no it's a gauntlet next year and yeah yeah, that you can't spot any of these teams two touchdowns and then expect to beat them uh next season so we need to get that um my last weakness is so nebraska did clutch up on that last drive uh to go down and get the field goal but we were holding them all game long and then when they needed it we just kind of let them walk that last drive down and get a pretty easy field goal to tie the game. Cause once we went up 17 to 14, like the way the defense was playing, I was like, well, this game's over. Might as well be, you know, yeah. right. 21 to seven. Like yeah. th- that's what it felt like, but they did let them tie it up. Uh, whatever clutch up, won it in overtime. All good. Uh, no harm, no foul there. 
opportunities. Uh, we kept the bowl streak alive. So I maybe recruiting purposes. That's a good opportunity. It's like, Hey, we're the longest, uh, competing teams. Uh, we haven't had a losing record in, in a long time. Uh, then also if we beat Minnesota next week, win our bowl game, uh, papajohns.com, uh, application, uh, for ordering food online awareness bowl, we could finish this season. (laughs) We could finish this season. eight and five which is already a step up from last year which i didn't put our record down last year but i want to say it was seven and six so uh already us could take a small step forward from what we did last year which didn't seem like that i mean it didn't feel like that this season uh we could still have a better season we can still get the ass back and i mean I think I think when we're looking at last year, though, we have to remember that between the like, if you include the bowl game, we had three different head coaches that were running running the show, right? I mean, so Luke Fickle was essentially the head coach come December first or so last year, um, right after the Minnesota game, and then we had Chris, who they fired midseason. Then you have Jim Leonard, who doesn't know if he's going to get the head coaching job or not. Uh, that was a very, very like tumultuous season, like a lot of shit going on. So, but yeah, but if you're improving, you're improving. And if you, if, if you look at, you know, when we have an eight and six season, it does usually feel like the next season we jump to, you know, a 10 and three or nine and two. Yeah. Like I want to say, um, one of my buddies brought it up. So I didn't go to college right away, but so our freshman year would have been like 08, 09. And I want to say okay. Wisconsin was seven and six. And then they went like nine and three, 10 and two Rose bowl, Rose bowl. So that that's what I expect. So next year, 10 wins, then Rose bowl playoff. Or, yeah, so, playoff so do we, playoff. If we, if we have 10, if we have 10 wins, we should be in the playoff. I would imagine. Yeah. Right. No, We'll Man, that, that's aggressive. I take that back. I, I'd still have faith in Luke Fickle, yeah. even if we get our clocks cleaned in, you know, on Alabama, Ohio State, Michigan. But so, and, like with the, I th- so with the schedule that we have, there is an opportunity that if you lose two of those games, you're still in the top twelve in the country. Yeah. Yeah, and depending if uh, they switch the conference to animals versus non-animals, like they should, or not. Right, yeah, I mean, you know, we'll we'll be does big this, competitors does in the animals. Animals versus non-animals still works because when you bring in the, no, it doesn't work. We're bringing in three that, three and one. So we got the Trojans, human, right? Yeah, yeah. we have the Bruins, which is a animal it's a it's a bear right but then you got the ducks and the huskies yeah so we're gonna maybe put the dogs with the humans so maybe we should require someone to change change their mascot the whoever loses has to become a human instead of an animal yeah lowest animal record and if you haven't been listening to this show consistently, or even if you have, you're probably still confused by that. But I split up the divisions before we got, I want to say Washington and 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The other ones all worked out, I think. Yeah, but it was a perfect split in Big Ten versus mascots that had like non-humans, so um buckeyes, whatever. Bad well, those were the animals. It was animals and non-animals because it was like buckeyes. Oh, okay. Okay. Whatever. So not humans and then, necessarily. Yeah, they don't have to I be gotcha. humans. It's animals versus non-animals. And humans count as non-animals for some reason. But whatever. Let's let's roll on. Uh, like I said, big opportunity to beat uh, Minnesota, take back the axe, get a bowl game, finish better than we finished last season. So we would be taking a step yep. forward instead of a step sideways or a step back. Um, threats, injuries, it looked like Pauling kind of was dealing with something uh, on one of his last catches. Uh, I guess injuries are always going to be a threat to any uh, any sports yep. team, I guess. Impatience uh, did seem like, you know, the Wisconsin's faithful has kind of became like a little like, oh, fuck it. It's just the Badgers. Um, we we yep. can miss this, uh, which, I, you know, I get a little bit too. It's like, hey, I'll miss the first quarter or whatever and come home and watch the rest of the game. And I'm just not super high on our running back class uh, for next year. I don't know if there's something in the pipeline that hasn't been playing, but with uh, Aker and more to Yacomelli. Yacomelli. Uh, I don't know. We, we, we're going to need those guys to take a big step forward. And I also don't know if Chesma Lucy is going to be like, you know, I'm going to take this injury red shirt and be a eight year senior or whatever. I did. I did see they took him off like the senior list for a senior day. So yeah, maybe he's going to come back. Uh, I mean, it, it would be great for him. Great for us uh, to see him as the showcase back and uh yeah yep it, and and like now the system that we're running is going to be like kind of the system that i think pros are going to want to see running backs that can catch the ball and run the ball so whatever that's not too new but anyways let's get into that's that's all i got you got anything more on the badgers nope all right, we're going to do a quick Bucks rundown just because since we've had our expert K9 Kyle on, the Bucks are undefeated 4-0 uh, since that show has ran. So they beat the Bulls 118-109, to beat the Raptors 128-112, to and they beat the Hornets 130-99, to and then they beat the Mavericks at home 132-125. to Still undefeated in the in-season round-robin tournament. Uh, so it looks like they got a good shot to be going to Vegas to play in that. I still don't know how excited I am about that. But I'm pumped about it. Yeah. Two championships, one year. That's what I'm looking forward to. All right, let's go. But yeah, we'll we'll get more boxy once once the football season's over. Um, probably once the college football season's over, more so to like, and then yeah. it turns into just being the box at some point. So that's when we'll really lock in. But as always, thank you for listening. We love you guys. We appreciate the support. Like, share, subscribe, download. Um, Mike, what do you got for these suckers? If you're doubting the Badgers, the Brewers, the Bucks, or the Packers, you can eat our shorts. Roll it. Oh, then.
them suckers that doubted the Packers can't need my shows. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't need my shows. All them suckers that doubted the Packers can't need my shows. Eat my shows.